Welcome back to Toys on Tap, everybody. Excited for this week. We have Third Eye Toys in the house. Incredible artists, new to the scene, making resin dope figures like Jacket, Gopper, and some shroomy goodness. If you want more of Toys on Tap, you can follow us on all socials at Toys on Tap. If you want to jump on that Patreon, it's patreon.com slash toys on tap there's some good little tears in there and if you want to do me a favor and give us a like a subscribe a rating or wherever you listen podcasts that would do us a solid now let's jump into this week's episode of toys on tap Hey, Abraham, right? How you doing? Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm stoked that you're on. Hey, it's great to be on. Well, thanks for having me. Hell yeah. You know, I was just staring at your... You do this incredible thing that we're for sure going to talk about on this episode. Oh, man. Like staring at some of these toys and just how clean they look. Or like you poured a mold and didn't have... um, It looked like you didn't have vents or like pore spouts. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was an old mold, actually, and it ended up being an issue. That's probably for the jacket figure, the, yeah. the chicken guy. Yeah. Which is dope. But, it, um, hey, I do that constantly. I'll forget to put stuff in. But yours <laughs> comes out so sick. Oh, dude, thank you. I actually, uh, I guess I um, I put a lot of money up front, I guess. So I bought, like, the pressure pot and the compressor first. Because I was like, well, I could mess around and try and do it without it for however many months and waste resin and everything because uh i don't know i i didn't really know how to do it so i figured uh may as well do it now uh, waste all that money yeah yeah <laughs> you can bank it's, it's definitely great having it so sick before we go any further please introduce yourself to everyone listening uh, hey everyone i'm uh john otherwise known as third eye toys on instagram uh born and raised in pennsylvania uh, i just started making toys probably i mean i made the account about a year ago but i really started doing it this past summer um and i had my first like little in-person art show uh and yeah i just uh i'm really into sculpture and all of that sort of stuff um just making weird things that i would enjoy as a kid and I hope other people would. <laughs> nice. So you're pretty new to the toy scene, right? Like, yeah, for sure. Within the, I mean, what? So I, I before we dive into your past and everything, making the account a year ago and then not starting until about last summer. What was what made you take a little time before you started? Um, I mean, honestly, I, I really wanted to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, That's part of it. And most of it was I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, So I was just, you know, I honestly got started all this watching Craftsman videos and uh, this guy named Robert Talone, I think he does like mold videos on YouTube. And so, you know, I just kind of delved into that, started getting back into sculpting because I I didn't really do it through college. and I really just wanted to make my first like releases, I guess, just uh, clean work. Um, 
make sure they're they're good to go and and uh yeah sick dude i uh i hate craftsmen only for one reason he makes everything look so easy oh my god yeah tell me about it that's what i was talking about with the molds like uh i didn't realize how much went into it uh and he just makes such clean figures even with this sculpting too it's really on point um so i definitely look up to that a lot uh, and yeah. i feel like i learned a lot from his videos yeah he has this uh chicken rocket whatever he makes yeah and it's like he starts all the way from the base of just like it's a foil ball and he sculpts around it and right unreal yeah I mean, you don't even you don't really see that a lot it went like I feel like in this community, like if you look up like making an art toy on YouTube, I mean, there's like maybe 10 results and like he's one of them, you know? Yeah. And he just goes so in depth. He's like, everyone can do this. And I was like, maybe I can do this, you know? <laughs> yeah. My goal is to get him on, um, but I need him on as the puppet. Like, I don't want to see him. Oh, yeah, for him. sure. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, yeah there's no other way you do it otherwise right yeah that's the hope because my fear is that like i'll get him on and the majesty will be gone he won't use the puppet that's not his real voice and i'll just see behind the <laughs> curtain and i don't want to do that i don't want this to be like the yeah, wizard I mean. of oz <laughs> so toys i mean we always have to start back i don't know your age i'm a 90s kid i am 24 so tail end of the 90s you know, I was a baby in the 90s, so yeah. <laughs> really a 2000s kid. What are toys like? I missed the high point of the 80s where the toys right. were like banging. I got the weirder part of the 90s where the toys were good, but Power of the Force came out, so it wasn't that good. And then <laughs> you're on the back end. So tell me what toys are like for you growing up, what it was like having them, how they've kind of shaped you. Um. Well, like growing up, I mean, I I went to a lot of uh, like yard sales with my grandma and thrift stores with my mom. So I feel like I collected a lot of older things, I guess, that like kids my age probably weren't like really playing with. Like I loved Crazy Bones. I was obsessed with them. Interesting. And they were, I'm pretty sure, before my time. I mean, we're talking like 2005. 2004 to 2008 like when I was you know six or whatever uh I'm, I can't do math in my head but <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah I mean I just I love that stuff uh I'm surprised I never found out what muscle is like the muscle figures because I would have loved those as a kid um and my parents probably would have paid me for <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> trying to get them all on eBay and stuff because uh I didn't really see them anywhere, but um, I really liked uh, Godzilla. So I liked all the Godzilla, like Keshi, uh, that I'd find on eBay, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, you know, I, I loved action figures. I I have two older brothers. Um, one of them was really into Star Wars as a kid. So we got, uh, me and my middle brother got all the, hand me down uh star wars action figures and we love those so um yeah i mean i it's it's kind of funny because i would pretty much play with like 
you know, the stuff that you get out of the gumball machines at a, <laughs> at a giant and stuff. So I, I just, I really liked uh, minifigures. That's yeah. kind of my thing. So. Well, and it, you make, so a lot of your figures are within that scale. So it like mm-hmm. has definitely like breathed life into your toys but the thing that we were talking about a little bit that like I love is that you take pictures where you've like this mini thing and then you've like supersized them. Oh yeah. The, uh, well, those are all actually like a uh, personal collection. So like, those are all by other artists. I just really like when they make smaller versions of their already made figures. I just think that's really cool. I love to do that someday. Oh my gosh, I thought that was you. And I was like, what the heck is happening? Oh my God. <laughs> Maybe someday, dude. Those are really talented artists. Uh, I think one of my favorite figures is uh, the, the last Zectron, I think. He has this little uh, like Reaper Skullman figure with like a shovel and a pistol. Such a Jeez. cool skull. But uh, Jeez. yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> so I, I hope to get that level of detail someday. So at some point, like the rest of us, either you got really lucky and your mom kept all the toys from your childhood, or your mom wasn't that hip on Star Wars and stuff and got rid of them at some point. Did you keep your collection from when you were a kid? I did not. No, those were lost in a move, sadly. So I've been slowly kind of recollecting things over the past like year or two you lose these things in the move which god awful for a kid that's like the worst but for adults they don't even care i was a i was an adult at the time uh because they were in our old house um so still a bummer though huge bummer (laughs) even more of a bummer than honestly (laughs) so the question i have like when we get to toys there's some kind of creative or art thing that has like flowed with us Mm-hmm. so you've got something with you right like what 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 are we talking oh, yeah. about for art and creativeness how does it go uh, through i i like loved sculpting as a kid uh and you know i i guess you know as a kid i didn't bake any of it which sucks but i would make these like large elaborate like i made this one thing do you know the game uh katamari damacy no yes it's this old ps2 game where you like it's so weird it's this japanese game where you like roll a ball around and pick stuff up and it gets bigger oh yeah 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 i love that for some like i said i i was a weird kid i i was into weird stuff but uh, i i love that like i built this whole diorama like i sculpted all the little characters they were like this big and just stuck them on a piece of clay and made the game essentially so i feel like uh if i wasn't playing with toys that i you know bought my parents bought for me uh i was playing with stuff that i made you know um and i just i love sculpting with clay uh it's just really fun it's it's how i do the creative release i guess but uh yeah um yeah for a while i i kind of lost it when i went to college so like I said, about a year or two ago, I, I started getting back into it. Yeah. When you first started getting back into it, what's the thing that reignited? There's got to, is there like, you saw something and it clicked 
or it was like a slow burn? Um, well, at the time, so I have a degree in chemistry of all things. Um, and I actually went for my PhD, which worst decision of my life. I hated it. So like halfway through the year, I'm like, basically mental crisis. I'm like, this sucks. I need to find something else. I didn't really have any good, like stress relief, except, you know, video games and stuff. So, uh, I don't know, honestly, I don't know how I came up on it. I may have found like an artist on Instagram that I was like, oh, this is really cool that people are doing this. You know, they're making their own stuff. Or if I came on like a, a craftsman video, it's probably one of the two. But uh, I was like, man, I used to love sculpting. I should get back into that. So with my measly grad student stipend, I bought some clay and, and just started making stuff. So. Wait, did you stay in your chemistry program while you were like beginning to sculpt again? Oh, yeah. Okay. That, I mean, that's how I finished out the year because like otherwise, I don't know what I would have done. I wish that more people understood the like therapeutic nature of toys. Oh, yeah. Um, My uh, wife, every once in a while, I'll do a run of toys and I'm like, I got a magnifying glass and I'm like slowly painting small things and I'm complaining the whole time, <laughs> but there's this like, yeah. therapeutic nature. Cause she'll watch me and she'll be like, what? Like you sound like you hate it. What are you doing? Like That's, that's the flow state, you know? Yeah. That's the, like, <laughs> I hate this shit. Oh, look at how good it looks. Yeah. 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 I try to like, I guess love the process as much as the outcome, which is hard to do when it's like painstaking like that. But um, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. When you first started with the clay, um, like after having it when you were a kid and, and sculpting these like fun whatever things, um, and say the name of that game one more time so I can remember. Oh, uh, Katamari Damacy. There we go. I'm going to bring that soundtrack. up. Yeah. I, so what's so funny, I lived, as a side note, I lived with um, this, like, family one time, and the guy loved video games, ran into my room one time, was like, hey, have you heard the soundtrack? And that's the soundtrack that he talked about. <laughs> that's and, funny, because, like, everyone who knows about that soundtrack is, like, diehard fans, but, like, no one knows about that soundtrack, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he said it. He was like, have you played this game? And I had the same exact interaction of like, no, I've never even heard of that. But, but that's how I <laughs> oh, know. That's funny. But um, uh, when you started sculpting again, are you going, did you go back to what you did when you were a kid? Or did you just like, did it unlock new things because it's new perspectives and all those kinds of stuff? I feel like I was kind of tapping into that creativity that I had as a kid. And I can feel it like it with my work, like, you know, I used to sculpt, sculpt stuff like that all the time. So, and, uh, you know, I, as I kind of got more into the toy scene and stuff, I found out about like muscle and everything. I was like, wow, this is a really cool style. So uh, I started trying to do that. I, I've been sculpting a bunch of other prototypes that are completely different than I guess what I normally would do just to try things, you know? Yeah. You, so then it brings us to like the beginnings of your toy making. Mm. So the, 
you do something, I don't know, I wish I would have done what you did where you start and then you take a break to figure out what you want to do. Like <laughs> a genius way to do toys. How did you get to start making what you wanted to do? Like clay has just this breath of you can do whatever you want. How did you get and settle on what you wanted to make? Right. Um, I mean, I guess at the time I didn't know for sure if this is like what I really wanted to make, but I was like, I need to do something with this. Like, I'm not just going to keep, you know, getting caught in that art loop where you're like, should I release this? Should I keep working on it? So, um, I had made a few molds, like, I guess before summer. Uh, and then, you know, I was just kind of testing stuff out and my girlfriend suggested that we do this arts in the park thing just a little like artist table thing and uh and it ended up being pretty great i mean I, I met a lot of cool people um first ever time tabling and uh it was fun yeah tell me how you got connected with um uh, i know your girlfriend suggested you do arts in the park mm -hmm. how'd you get connected into that because it seems like getting into certain communities like that is always a little shaky sometimes it's tough yeah um her one of her neighbors and you know someone she talks to sometimes uh he i guess was on he's on some sort of committee for the city of allentown i, I don't know exactly what but uh he had mentioned it to her because uh he knows that she's an artist and um it just kind of went on from there so i always love um those little connections i think the podcast has created that hopefully for other yeah, people dude. but at least for me it's created that where it's like i'll say i have a problem and then i have a message in my dms that's like oh this is how you fix that now stop whining <laughs> about it <laughs> uh, that's great man I, uh, I love what you're doing with the podcast we interrupted this broadcast of toys on top to bring you this meanwhile in a galaxy of bootleg treasures DOV2, we have engine failure. We must crash land on DKE Toy Planet. Oh my, we're doomed. Wait, salvation. Hooray, we've saved DOV2. Limited edition custom artist made action figures and DKE toys. Check out www.dkatoys.com for a full catalog. Hooray for custom action figures. DKE. It's uh yeah, it's a love letter. It's like I can't make pristine toy. I have my own toys that I make, but not not pristine. But I can for sure put everyone else on. Um, so you you start making these these toys, and you have your first show under your belt so quickly. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> like I guess the whole year leading up to it, you can kind of count that. But like, really, it just was like three months that I just yeah. started making stuff and uh I got home from work every day and would just go at it you know <laughs> how pumped were you the second that you like finished that first show like how pumped were you like oh this is what I'm doing now it was an amazing feeling honestly and like I was like man I I gotta do more of this um, but I, I don't know how everyone else does it. I have no idea how people find, find out about like shows and stuff. Uh, 
and that was that one was like an art show you know there are painters and and every you know people making shirts and like all this stuff uh but like even like toy specific art shows i feel like it's hard for me to find that, that are in pennsylvania i guess or in a drivable distance but uh yeah i've just been uh really excited to go to another one yeah the you know it's tough you have one that's really close to you i say close okay. only because i'm in san diego so like it's <laughs> okay. close yeah, you, yeah. Um, close. <laughs> assembly required yeah that's in uh Asheville. yeah so i don't know how okay. close that is but it's a rad show i haven't been able to get out there but yeah i've like every show that i've seen um from like like vintage shows or whatever people complain about some aspect of it right even mm. designer cons someone has something to say about <laughs> too big too small i didn't see this wanted to see whatever um but with assembly required every time they come out of that show there's never one bad thing said about it yeah man i i saw you know some of the artists that i follow on uh, instagram like all their pictures and stuff and it just looked like such a cool time yeah and it's i think that shows like that i wish there were more of i'm working with a gallery now trying to make things like that because you're right it is hard oh, to yeah. find it. what we do is not i mean the words are crazy to come up with but it's not popular like it's not huge yeah it's pretty niche yeah um so, i mean you you come out of this like first show start making and you have three toys specifically that i want to talk about okay yeah three to and well uh, maybe a fourth one because you're you have like it looks and you made it and then did a drop and did a massive mm -hmm. drop where it was like you could pick between three pages of toys <laughs> yeah yeah I, so, I was pumping stuff out so <laughs> <laughs> so you started making this uh like this the mini what looks like a keshi material of the nugget Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's actually a pretty recent one that I just kind of made in like my free time. I was like, I what was that show called? It was like Nuggets Only or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, yeah, uh, I, right. I saw that and I was like, man, everyone loves these. So like, yeah, you know, I just I haven't actually like produced any of them. I made a few that I like gave to friends, but like I haven't got around to actually producing any. Uh, but that is definitely on my list because that was really fun to make. Yeah, and it came out so good. You even got the hat <laughs> yeah. down. Uh, is it a full sculpt, or are you finding ways to like shrink something that we don't know about? No, I I totally sculpted that by hand. <laughs> Look, it, dude, it came out looking just like the real thing. <laughs> Thank you, man. That's that's uh kind words so sick and then uh you like you do this fun thing where you like see it and you just do a little squish to it <laughs> <laughs> i think that's yeah, the you toy commercials right yeah you gotta show it in hand right you know show the product in hand but like i i forget what i put on the caption for that post but it, it's like you know se semi-gelatinous material just like the real thing <laughs> <laughs> So it came out great. Um, and then I, I want to go to those three toys. So from what I remember, it's these mushrooms and mm -hmm. uh, jacket. And what is the last? It's gobbler? Gobbler. 
the the gopper Gopper, it's a gopper. nonsense name i just made it up but <laughs> well the i saw the like if you i okay this sounds creepy i promise it's not <laughs> no, okay. you gotta do your research right? right so i scroll through everyone's page right when i'm mm -hmm. before these interviews and right. you have the first like editions of gopper oh yeah that was one of the first things i sculpted when I bought that pack of play in, in the middle of grad school. <laughs> well, the crazy thing is the the color and the tone of the like the clay and then mm -hmm. how like the eyes contrast that. It looks yeah. like the cutest little toy, <laughs> like alien thing. Thank you, man. Yeah, I, it's funny because like, you know, I sculpted the jacket. And I was like, well, like Hotline Miami's like, it's a pretty niche game, but like, I feel like some people know about it, but I figured that would be the most popular, but no, it's everyone loves the gopper. Like that's most of my sales have been that. So <laughs> <laughs> that should say, I mean, if it doesn't already, that should speak to like the genius of your brain. Like they want the gopper more than someone else's like thing that you're sculpting the jacket you that should speak to the genius of your brain right like you created the gopper from scratch you guy, man. <laughs> and then uh <laughs> jacket which is uh something in a game people see yeah. it they're like oh that's cool but man look at that gopper look at that thing i yeah it's just i something there's some magic there that i i got through somehow so i gotta figure out how i did that yeah. <laughs> so let's settle on those three. What okay. what is making you sculpt those three? Like let's start with the mushroom. Why why okay. that mushroom? Um I guess like so the name Third Eye Toys. There's not a whole lot of like meaning behind it other than it sounds cool. And it's got that whole like mystic vibe, which I didn't end up kind of going with my with my logo and and everything like that. But uh, originally, when I came up with that, I was like, oh, like this kind of mystic mushroom with eyes. And then uh, I did this thing. What was it called? It's like this mushroom hunt game. It's like a global thing where like you make a piece of art that's a mushroom and then you leave it out in the wild. Oh, yeah, yeah, free art. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I kind of, like, delved deeper onto the little mushrooms and, like, made, like, the the mother of them, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, well, this is, uh, this is pretty cool. I just started sculpting, and I was like, this works. <laughs> yeah. That's sick. I um, There's a couple artists that do mushrooms, and each time why I'm always so interested in the mushrooms that people sculpt is there is never an artist that sculpts it and it looks like another artist. They're all so different. Yeah. It's funny how that works. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so, cause like in my head, it's the, have you seen the movie, honey, I shrunk the kids. Yeah. A long time ago. I yeah. think <laughs> when they get on a mushroom, it's like the simple, like red, white dots, mm -hmm. white stem, but people like they sculpt all these crazy things and then right. resin makes it look beautiful. Yeah. So <laughs> love it. It's uh, a, it's a simple thing to kind of just put your artistic vision into. Right. And just, cause it's su such a simple shape, you know? Yeah. So you can really do a lot with it.
Um, oh. You did bring up that your logo. Are you going to end up making your logo and sculpting it? I've so I've kind of just been messing around with that because it is very cute. Uh, my girlfriend actually helped me design it. Um, and I was like, man, this is adorable. I should make a toy of this. Uh, but I haven't figured out a way for it not to look like a nipple, as weird as that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been, if I see any cool like eyeball figures on my feed, I like save them. I'm like, okay, maybe I can do it kind of like this. So I, it's still in the works, but. <laughs> Holy <Yeah>. hell. <laughs> I mean, if you can't make the eyeball, why not make a nipple with legs? Yeah, that's true. I'll make the whole body. <laughs> I could get bad fast. but <laughs> So as you uh, make the mushroom, I'm assuming that's one of your first ones, right? Yeah, that and the gopper. Okay. And then you you look at your original sculpt of the gopper. And you're what what runs through your head? Like, I need to produce that ASAP. Yeah, it was just this this cute little thing. I the the expression that I gave it, like I don't even know what I was thinking at the time. But I was like, man, this is adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I just want like a hundred of these. Yeah. <laughs> um, you've tapped into something in the toy community with what you just said too. Like, it's so adorable that if it's in different colors, I want all of them. Yeah, exactly. And, and that kind of goes back to, like, my love for uh, Crazy Bones. Yeah. Because they all had these weird, like, cool colors with, like, glitter and stuff. And I was like, I mean, I love, like, painted figures, but there's just something about, like, the simple, not necessarily simple, but, like, just monochromatic or, you know, dichromatic, like, color teams that I just love for for minifigures yeah um I'm always interested in um people that that do that I have you seen vomiting droids it sounds familiar he makes <laughs> these crazy things and pours resin so they all have like distorted faces okay um, right, we'll check that out that sounds cool and he like I don't somehow I got hooked on his toys like a drug mm -hmm. <laughs> and every time he produces an Ewok, I just go in and like try to swoop up all of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that the gopper is that type of toy. Like the second that you produce more, it's like, oh, I need that color because I don't have that on my shelf of gopper. <laughs> Thank you, man. That's yeah. uh that's very kind of you. I I feel like a lot of my inspiration originally came from uh Dead Bird Toys. They mm. do the uh what is it called? The the ghost figure. I, I forget. I'm forgetting the name of it. But uh, they do the same thing where it's just, it's a simple sculpt, really clean and smooth. And they just yeah. do all these crazy ass colors and like multi pores. And like, I don't know how he does it, but it's I have a few back there and they're they're awesome. Yeah, I. I can tell you, I mean, you've been in it for about a year now. I'm going on year three. I still constantly am looking at like things like, how the hell did you do that? What? What are we? Doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I... When it comes to your third one, jacket. So you, mm -hmm. you chose to sculpt. So, uh, uh, like, 
your love for games and the niche games has been shown through the soundtrack that you like. <laughs> yeah. And so now you have Jacket that you sculpted. Um, why did you choose Jacket of any other character, anything you could have sculpted? Man, I wish I could remember. I feel like, so another amazing uh, soundtrack, Hotline Miami. Um, and it's, I would study to that all the time in grad school. Thursday night, 7 p.m. YouTube Live, it's Toys Alive! Toys Alive! Toys Alive! Toys Alive! There's way cool artist unboxing. No Accounts under a thousand followers. What? Art out there for 30 bucks or less. Radical. Collector spotlight. Ooh, Current and upcoming shows and drops. Drop. Giveaways. What? Short chats with artists. <laughs> News from the hood. 100% indie all the time. That's, That's Toys, Toys Live. Toys Live. Thursday nights, 7 p.m. PST, YouTube Live. So I feel like at the time, it was just kind of on my mind. And I'm like, I, I, uh, there's an artist, um, El Rojo toy, I think on Instagram, mm -hmm. he does these like amazing muscle style, like, uh, figures that he makes completely out of green stuff that like epoxy sculpt. Yeah. And I was like, man, this guy's awesome. And I, that just kind of got me on that train. I'm like, I, I, I want to try making a figure like that. And it's not, I, I feel like the muscle style got away from me, definitely. But uh, yeah, I, I, that's pretty much how it came about. Yeah, I, uh, I'm always interested when people sculpt um, characters from scratch because there's no way to make it look like a character without your like artistic flair on it. Right? <laughs> yeah, try as you might. <laughs> right, it's and it's hard. always... Yeah. But that's what makes the toy perfect for me, right? Like if I yeah. wanted something like that, I'd probably go look for the company to make it. But man, yeah, you know, you, they're yeah. artistic something there, the X factor. Yeah, definitely. When it comes to creating these three, um, have because they're all very different. Yeah, for you sure. Still look at your toys that you've created, and think like oh i i haven't found my niche or i have and i know where i'm headed where which category are you in definitely the former okay um you know i i love mini figures i mean i guess they're all mini figures but yeah. complete different styles you know <laughs> um maybe not styles is the right word but you know what i mean um but like I don't know. I, I love sculpting stuff and I haven't been able to sculpt anything like large, I guess, or not that I haven't been able to, but I never attempted to sculpt anything larger than that since like high school and ceramics class, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm definitely working on some larger figures too. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I just with this whole like art thing, um, my probably my biggest goal is to just not uh restrict myself i guess mm -hmm. which has its downfalls of course i mean especially on like my primary source of getting out to people's instagram and you know they people always say you gotta niche out you gotta 
have a clean page with all the same stuff on it. And when you start posting other stuff, people are going to unfollow you and all that stuff. And I'm, I mean, like, if I was like really trying to make this my sole business, I'd probably think about it a little bit differently, but like the way it is now, like I'm just making this stuff cause it's fun, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, I, I'm really not trying to like niche out too hard, um, with, with anything I make really. Yeah. I think that when people, it makes toys not fun when it's taken so seriously. <laughs> like I, I got into right. toys cause I didn't want a piece like when, when people say like, Oh, I do impressionist painting. Like mm -hmm. then you are painting impressionist paint. Like that's what you do. But for, yeah. when you say the thing, like I make toys, God, that thing is so broad. Like make the weird stuff, do the weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely have some weird stuff, uh, kind of sitting back on my, um, workbench. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited to, to get that, some of that out. So here's the question. You've got one art show under your belt. When's the next art show and what are you heading into? It's a good question. Uh, that I unfortunately don't really have an answer to yet. Okay. Um, so I've actually been taking this nine month online 3D sculpting course. So I'm learning how to use uh, ZBrush mm. and like substance painter and all that stuff. Uh, because really, I'm like, you know, I love making toys for myself and for the community of people that like them. Uh, but the job that I have now in chemistry, it's not my favorite. It's not something that I want to do forever. So I'm trying to sort of go into that 3D realm with toys in mind yeah. so that it can become a career. Uh, so really, that's kind of why I've like slowed down with like posting and stuff about toys. Um, because for the ever since September, uh, I've been working on this this course. Uh, after work yeah which is rad like there is a whole group and community um that dimension x toys kind of heads up mm -hmm. uh it's called um uh making a mutant okay yeah and they it's yeah i think i heard that 3d sculptors from all over the world and they each only sculpt one piece of the toy yeah yeah okay badass and i think like they all use uh zbrush nomad there's a couple other ones and mm. it's it's a skill that i am so jealous of people that have it because i don't have the time to devote to getting that skill it's tough man i mean the first like month and a half was just learning the program you know yeah. it's it's complicated uh yeah. but i love it i mean it's it's great not the same as traditional sculpting i think that i'll always love that but, but um you know, I'm just trying to branch out and try new things. Yeah. Are you going to move into 3D resin printing or 3D printing once you do have ZBrush down? Um, I'm definitely going to try it. Like, okay. I'm definitely going to make some toys with that. Um, I have a few ideas already because uh, there's just some things that you can do with a 3D printer that are just so painstakingly annoying to do hand sculpting, or just maybe I haven't found the right way to do it yet, but 
Um, yeah, it's, I'm I'm definitely gonna try that out. And that might be a phase, or maybe I'll do that forever. Who knows? But um, I'll still definitely be hand sculpting stuff too. I just feel like there's a like a like a higher level of uh, I don't know intimacy maybe when you like buy something that's hand sculpted. Yeah, uh, that that people can really see come through. Yeah, I uh, man, I don't even have hand sculpting down as a skill. So whenever I see it happening, it's so sick. It's so sick to see it. Um, there's a guy. I can't remember his name. You know, his Instagram title, it it looks like it says JP Morgan. And it might say that, but I think that's <laughs> the people that own Chase. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he made this giant Cthulhu Swamp Thing figure. Oh, wow. And it's... That's awesome. Uh, I'll have to send it to you. And he would, like, his sculpts were up and he's made this giant mammoth uh rhino thing and and mm-hmm. and his he he posted a video earlier that was like ah oh, i'm sorry i've been busy sculpting it's like come on <laughs> just rubbing it in bro <laughs> <laughs> well like the awesome thing about it too is like you know you could be crazy like me and like barely use a, an armature or you could use like epoxy sculpt on already made characters you know and just yeah. modify them you know, and, and people make some really sick stuff doing that. Yeah. When you, um, aside from like the toys and stuff, we never really got into it, but like, what is it that you're collecting right now the most of, and does that influence the toys that you make? Um, I, well, let's see the most recent purchase, like toy purchase that I had. Oh yeah. Let's get into that. The like giant lot of um bootleg Pokemon minifigures from like China <laughs> from AliExpress because I was like, uh, me and my girlfriend went to an arcade with some of her friends, and like at the front desk, they had this little bowl of them, mm-hmm. and they were just like, you know, 25 cents each or whatever. And I was like, these are so cool, <laughs> it's like I need more of these, but uh. Yeah, so I decided this is way too many. Uh, so every purchase on my website gets a free Pokemon now. But Holy <laughs> I thought it would be a fun thing. Yeah, it's great. Know? Um, most recent like actual artists. Uh, there are two that come to mind. Um, this guy named Vinny Chav, Vinny okay. Chavez. Uh, he makes some really detailed like mini figures they are so cool yeah uh, and he just he just released a new one um and then i also bought slushy steve from disgust and justin yeah. my first figure from him and it is so awesome i love him yeah burger i think it's uh what is it burger bob burger bill burger bill slushy steve and uh, there's root beer daryl yeah yeah root beer daryl yeah <laughs> He, you know, he was so rad. He came on the podcast and his, he talked about his toys. I'm glad you bought one. They're so sick. Oh my God. Yeah. When I, well, actually I listened to that podcast and then a few days or weeks or however many times later, uh, he like posted a drop. I was like, I need to get one of these. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, uh, I find myself, um, collecting either really weird stuff 
Okay. Um, or like art stuff. So um, I've talked about it before, uh, like on the podcast where I'm like my favorite toys are like the weirder toy brands that came out when mm-hmm. I was a kid. So I have okay. a full set of um, Cowboys of Moo Mesa weird toy line okay yeah, yeah yeah i think i've heard of that yeah <laughs> um and one of my newest favorite things is to like if i get a toy finding the bootleg copies of it that exist so <laughs> that's um, always fun yeah. yeah like i have a love for street sharks like i absolutely love them okay yeah they're sick um, yeah and mexico produced i say mexico as a whole i don't know the company produced <laughs> um these like they're manix uh or no uh they produced ocean warriors basic general ripoff just stockier yeah. smaller and then <laughs> china produced an even worse knockoff that it's so hard <laughs> to find them and i just bought two of them um where it's just a shark head on a body <laughs> oh, that and is hilarious yeah it's so sick and so um <laughs> and then like i think i just did i like finding the ones that i had as a kid um Mm -hmm. but like mint on card because they're not expensive anymore so like (laughs) oh yeah they've surpassed that time where it's like really expensive and then it dropped out right like it could get up there like the one i'm starting right now i like the toy lines that only have like 10 figures Mm -hmm. uh yeah yeah earthworm jim is my I had an earthworm Jim figure when I was a kid. I think his head popped out of his suit or something. Yep. He had a suit. Yeah. And pulled the head right off. Yeah. Yep. That was the one. <laughs> um, and the mint on card ones are like 30 bucks. And it's like, oh, I would not bad at all. Right. And to have like one that's pristine that says 1994 on it. Great. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. So I'm always interested in like people's collections and always interested in hearing like, um, and I'm more interested in hearing that you're collecting things like Disgust and Justin's, like Slushy Steve. Like that's such a sick. Yeah. Thing. The last um, like, uh, I guess, not mainstream, but like non-independent artist stuff that I bought was I think like the Jazzwares like Halo figure line because I always loved Halo. Yeah. Uh, I just I got like the Master Chief and like maybe another one, but I was never big on like collecting whole sets, mostly because I can't afford that. But yeah, <laughs> I for sure. Um, what makes me either want to or not want to collect full sets is generally the price of like the first one that I look at. If it's really yeah. high, it's not happening. Right. And there's always like a few throwaway characters and sets that are like this, this character was on the screen for two minutes or something. (laughs) Yeah. So it's figure is like 75. I'm like, okay, I'm chill out with the 75. Yeah. (laughs) Um, When you look at like the art shows that you are possibly doing in the future, have you thought about doing things like designer con or like DKE con, things like that? What is this master? Mutants. 
Assembly required is like two, two fifty, maybe three hundred. But like okay, designer yeah. con is, it's like eleven hundred dollars. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Um, there's a there's a few in Philly that I've heard, like that I've went to, that are like punk rock flea markets and that oh, kind yeah. of thing. Um, there's actually. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of like H&H, it's like Hibbs and Heimer, they do like a whole uh, HP Lovecraft toy line, Uh, but they're out of Philly, so I actually um, uh, found out about them at one of those like, uh, it was in a graveyard, it was really cool, but, (laughs) uh, and you know, there's, there's some other like local shows that I know about but haven't like really looked into yet mostly because I don't have a lot of uh stock left yeah. or something like that until I finish this course and can kind of get back into it yeah I mean even being at the shows without tabling mm-hmm. um like designer con I mean it's I, I gotta say it's easy for me to say that because I live an hour away right so I get yeah, yeah I get when people live far away but if you can get there when you walk in there's a place of the show like resin alley where it's like all the people that do what we do are down there and um and then you have like pockets where there's like a disgusting justin was on a different side of the Mm -hmm. whole area but i delete like he was like my one i gotta get to and talk to (laughs) um harshmallows yeah you seem like a great guy yeah, it, like they're they're all uh, that's the hard part, right? And I wish that people would be less nice because it would make it easier <laughs> to get to everyone, right? Like yeah. everyone is so welcoming and so nice that so you want to hit every booth you can and say hi. Yeah. And, um but yeah, it's it's rad to see it. And it's an experience like no other. When you mm-hmm. I think the the realization that you're not alone. Yeah. Hey, I mean like you're pretty much the first like toy community person that I've talked to like that isn't over Instagram DM, you know? Yeah. Um, 
and I am so bad at talking over DMs. So like, yeah. you know, it's, it's tough, man. Everyone's busy and stuff. But like when you have those shows, you just have time to go out and talk to other people in the community. And yeah, I, I would love to go to some more. Yeah, it's honestly super rad. Um, and then you, uh, the I mean, the last part of this is you develop weird friendships. Like one of <laughs> yeah. my favorite people in the world, his, his, his name is Scott. He goes by uh, Yo-Yo Dine on here. Okay, yeah. And um, in life, we don't have much in common, right? Like he's getting his PhD in toy-related things. I, oh, wow. Yeah, I am nowhere near a PhD. Like <laughs> his life focuses on that kind of art stuff. And my life focuses on a whole other different areas. And um, <clears throat> and my one of my favorite things is picking him up from his hotel at designer con and then driving there if i can yeah and it's so sick <laughs> as we like come to the end of the podcast episode my favorite thing always is how i can let the artists talk about what they've got coming what they're working on plugging everything about themselves um okay and so this is all you man um yeah uh so i Pretty much only have an Instagram. Uh, it's Third Eye Toys. Uh, I have a big cartel page there. Uh, I, I still have some figures left if you want any. Uh, like I said, you will get a free, really crappy Pokemon figure with your purchase. <laughs> yeah. um, I am working on pretty much this class, but uh, I have a few sculptures kind of in the works right now. Um, I don't want to reveal too much, but the main one that I'm working on is based around, I don't know if you've heard of like the Nike mutant rubber man figures. Yeah. 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 It's based around that. Duh. So uh, I love that figure and I'm really loving how this thing is coming out. So hopefully um, I've been kind of working on it very minimally when I have time. Uh, hopefully I can, start getting like prototypes out for that soon um but yeah uh check out my instagram page uh i have an art station as well if you want to see my 3d work it's a uh, john j-o-n web w-b w-e-b uh arts uh on art station uh, i only have one thing up right now but i'll be posting more there as i make more stuff um and yeah, I mean, if uh, you ever want to talk toys, uh, hit me up or just anything. Oh yeah, <laughs> love to meet more people. So sweet, dude. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, making it work with your busy schedule and everything. Oh, dude, Abraham, thank you for having me on. Finally, a reason to go back to the office. Introducing 9 to 5 Warriors, an exciting new toy line created for the Toys R Us kid that never grew up. Offering 10 unique characters that are perfect for your cubicle or home office. The 9 to 5 Warriors are available through Big Bad Toy Store. 
Join the battle alongside Major Eraser and the Water Cooler Commandos as they keep the peace. Or wreak havoc with Colonel Custard and the Break Room Bandits. Choose your side as these two forces clash over total office domination. It happens every day from nine to five. Warning, do not leave unattended. Each figure sold separately. When you punch out, they come punching in.